Yo, today's QOT is, I would rather live a life full of oh wells than a life full of what ifs. Here we go. Show. I'm your host, Sean Croxton of SeanCroxton.com. I've got an amazing clip for you on this Motivation Monday. We've got Pat Flynn on the show, his first time on the show, talking about that one thing that all of us struggle with, that negative inner voice that talks all kind of crap to us when we want to do something bigger with our lives. And what Pat's going to tell you is his story of what can happen when you act despite the self-talk. There's Pat. Pat, what are you doing? Uh, hello? Pat, what are you doing? You are the keynote speaker and you are dropping the ball. Um, excuse me, can you not interrupt my presentation, please? Oh, excuse me, can you not interrupt my presentation? But golly, Pat, did you put that music bit in there to hide how terrible your presentation was going to be? Jeez. Can the mic guys in the back cut off that mic, please? You can't get rid of me, Pat. I've hacked into your presentation, and it's just you and me. And honestly, I'll keep going because somebody has got to fill that dead air you wafted into the building. Oh, my God. Uh, can you just listen to me, please? You were, This is ridiculous. I would rather listen to a five-year-old episode of one of the bottom 100 podcasts on iTunes recorded in an echo chamber on a plastic desktop microphone on a Gateway 486DX2 computer using a voice recorder in Windows 3.1 at half speed, backwards, on my iPhone 3 with earbuds that don't even fit. Then listen to any more of your BS. Uh, I don't know where you are, but, you know, if you were a real man, you would come up here to the stage right now and face me. Or maybe you're in the back of the room, I can't see you, but can you raise your hand, please, whoever's saying that? Hand is raised, Pat. Really? Where, where are you? Here, let me help you out. Hello, McFlynn! Anybody home? Seriously, what's going on here? I'm in your head, Pat. Uh, yeah, so stop interrupting me so I can get back to the presentation, please. No, Pat. I mean, I'm in your head. I'm the voice in your head. Wait, and you have a British accent? Well, for now, but perhaps you'd prefer one man, one stage, Pat Flynn in the critically acclaimed number one disaster movie of the year, your keynote oh, presentation. Ha ha, very funny. No, let's not do the movie guy voice, please. You are literally screwing this entire thing up. No, no, wait. Was that Chris Ducker? You Pat Flynn, oh boy, Pat Flynn, look at you, strut your way up to the stage. Sit down, little girly man, your presentation's going to blow. Can you, can you please just let me finish my keynote? 
keynote, more like key nope. <laughs> oh, dear me. All right, fine. I'll let you start again. No interruptions. No interruptions? No interruptions, I promise. Thank you. Sorry. Gets in the way sometimes. Don't so screw up. <laughs> so as I was you saying... You got this, Pat. No pressure. I thought you said you weren't going to interrupt me. I thought you said you practiced. I'm in your head, Pat. No pressure. You got this, Pat. No. You are literally screwing this entire thing up. Pat, I'm still here, Pat. I will always be here. And scene. <laughs> you know, if somebody were to talk to you like that in real life, to interrupt you like that, embarrass you, how would you feel about that person? If you were really struggling and you just needed a boost of confidence or a little bit of encouragement, yet instead somebody just tore you down and kicked you while you were down, how, how, what would you feel about that person, right? It'd be very easy just to say, you know what, what are you doing here? Get out of my life. Like, what the heck? You're in my way. I'm trying to do something important here. Yet, for whatever reason, we all love to keep this one hater with us in our lives. This one hater who, who loves to steer our ship in a direction opposite the direction we were going, right? This one hater who, at the moment when we're so close to that breakthrough or achievement, just pulls us back away from it, back to right to where we were. The most destructive hater of them all. Ourselves. And the truth is, we are our own worst hater. It's true. And it doesn't even matter what part of life you're in. It doesn't matter if you're just getting started with something or maybe you've been doing it for a while. Whenever you're trying to achieve that next level, those, those doubts, those excuses start coming in, right? That voice, I don't think I could do it. I'm not good enough. I, they're not gonna like it. And it's dangerous. I mean, imagine all the amazing things we could have accomplished if we didn't let our voice get in the way. I mean, it, it happens the moment we conceive the idea of starting a podcast. I know a lot of us, including myself, have felt that when the first time you click that record button, right? Oh, man, it's not good enough. It's, they're not going to like it. Or the first time you ask somebody to come on your show and how nervous you are before that. Or, or the first time you publish an episode. That voice can be destructive. How many of you have ever heard that voice in your head before? A lot of you, thank you. How many of you are hearing that voice fairly recently? with certain things that you need to do. Thank you for being honest about that. And the reason I'm talking about all this today is because, you know, I wanted to take time on stage to entertain you and all that kind of stuff, but, you know, I wanted to start the show by challenging you. I want to challenge you. 
all of you, those of you who don't have a podcast yet, those of you who already have a podcast, those of you who are servicing the podcasting industry in some way. And the reason for this challenge is because I love podcasting so much. Podcasting has changed my life. And we're at a point with podcasting where I feel like it's growing so big now, which is great, but a lot of things are starting to look the same. And a lot of things have been the same for a while, for years sometimes. But I think there's a lot of room for improvement in the future. So my challenge to you is when you go to the next sessions, when you go home, I want you to really think about how you could innovate. I want you to think big and I want you to reach higher. Now it's hard though, because when you do these things, when you innovate, then you get worried about perfection and what people will say. When you think bigger, you get more resistance pushing you back. And when you reach further, we only reach as far as we think we can reach. There's a good example of this. There's a little experiment that was done in the past where you take a flea, and you know how a flea can jump really high. You put it in a glass cylinder, and it's jumping as high as it can. And then you take a ceiling, and then you put it all the way down really close to the bottom. So it's maybe just a couple inches, and that flea can only jump that high. And it keeps hitting its head on the ceiling. Well, eventually it gets to that point where you take off that ceiling, and it won't ever jump higher than those two inches because it's conditioned at that point to not realize its potential. The same thing when they train baby elephants or train elephants, which is sad, but the way they do it is they actually stake and chain them to the ground when they're born and it's, it's you know, too hard for them to come out. So eventually there's so much pain and they're trying to get out and then they stop because it's too painful. But then what happens? The elephant grows up and it becomes huge. It becomes powerful. It can easily break through, break through that shackle but it doesn't even try because it is conditioned to think that, we, that it can't break free. I want you all to try something really quick. Can you please raise your hand as high as you can, everybody? Now raise your hand two inches higher. Thank you. <laughs> so you don't even know how far you can go. And I know that's like a stupid, fun, silly game, and it's a good thing to do with your kids and things like that. I remember my band director, because I'm a huge marching band nerd, my band director in high school did that for us, and I was blown away. And I was like, wow, maybe I'm not putting as much as I can into the things I'm trying to do. And so that was a really cool experiment, and it just shows you that you know, your limits might not be limits, actually. It's like the four-minute mile. Everybody thought it was impossible until somebody broke it, and then everybody started breaking it, right? So I want to share something with you that is quite embarrassing when a moment in my life when that voice got in the way from me doing something I really wanted to do. Back in 2008, I made the decision to start a podcast. And I was so excited because a podcast had changed my life at that point, and I wanted to change other people's lives through my voice and the podcasting platform and medium. So I had a small little black at the, a blog at that time, and like all podcasters do when we get the idea to start a podcast, I bought all this equipment, and then I tested it out, and then I played an audio file. The very first audio file I've ever published online was published on my blog in 2008. Here it is. Hey, everybody. This is Pat from the Smart Passive Income blog. Uh, thanks for taking the time to listen to this. I think that's so awesome that, uh, you know, you guys are helping me out, figure out all this new podcasting stuff. I'm actually... I just bought a whole bunch of podcasting equipment for myself because, um, I mean, I listen to a lot of podcasts, so I figured, hey, why not do one? So, I mean, really, I, I really don't know what I'm going to talk about yet, so I just wanted to get familiar with all the equipment that I have right now and uh, 
what it's like to post something online and hear what people think about it. So, I mean, you tell me, should I give up on podcasting now because my voice sucks so bad or, you know, should I talk a little deeper or I don't, I really have no idea. So again, just thank you so much for taking the time to listen to me. Keep coming back to the website. I got tons of information coming up in the near future. And uh, let's make 2009 a great year for all of us. Let's make it. Let's make it the most profitable year we've ever had. Um, and you know, I'll try my best to help you get there. So, again, good luck with everything. Happy holidays. And this is Pat Flynn from the Smart Passive Income blog signing off. Peace. Now let's kind of. That's disgusting. I mean, that's embarrassing for a number of reasons. One, I don't know what the deal was with the music selection there. It's not me at all. Um, secondly, I mean, you could hear it in my voice, just the lack of confidence, right? And I think a lot of us could relate to that. But I just didn't believe in what I was doing. But I, I was trying it out. But number three, the, and the worst part of it all, is you know, this was published in late 2008 on my blog. My very first episode came out July 2010. <laughs> A year and a half later. Now, why did it take me so long? No, it didn't take me a year and a half to figure out how to set up an RSS feed. That was like a year and a quarter, but no, I'm just kidding. No, really though, it took me a year and a half to get over myself, you know, and stop listening to those excuses. Oh, Pat, nobody's gonna love it. You know, why don't you just go back to doing something you're good at, like blogging? Nobody's gonna let, your voice is terrible. Nobody's gonna enjoy your content. What are you even gonna talk about? How are you gonna keep it up? Sounds like a personal problem, but. <laughs> but you know, those things got in the way. And then I discovered this book by Stephen Pressfield. How many of you have read this book called The War of Art? Thank you. Required reading for all creative types. Yes, that does include us podcasters, right? And so Stephen Pressfield talks about you know, how we live in our comfort zone, right? And this, this is where we love to be. This is the things we normally do. But all the magic, all the innovation, the stuff I'm trying to get you to do happens way over here, outside of our comfort zone, right? But then comes that little voice, and he kind of gives it a, ni a nice term called the resistance. So this resistance comes and blocks us from reaching that magic and brings us back to where we were. And I love how he describes it in this book. I highly recommend you read this book if you haven't already. So here's Stephen Pressfield talking a little bit about where this resistance comes from. To me, I, I consider it's all self-generated. I don't think it comes from out there, but it's that uh, anytime we're trying to access a, a higher part of ourselves, this shadow element enters the picture, like an equal and opposite force to the force of creation. Like, uh, our, I, another al analogy I use is like if, if a tree, we have a tree, and that's our dream, our novel, or whatever creative thing, that tree casts a shadow. And as soon as that tree goes up, the shadow appears. And that shadow is self-sabotage, procrastination, stubbornness, you know, um, arrogance, fear, fear of failure, fear of success, all, all of those things. And I love the way he describes that. And he, he begins to describe that this resistance, this voice, is, it lives in everybody. And it's just a matter of how well can we manage this voice and put it aside and not listen to it, because that's not us. And I almost feel like it's kind of a test, you know, to see if you really want whatever it is you're trying for. But there is good news here. There, there is actually very good news. Fear is good. 
Fear is good because, like self-doubt, fear is an indicator. Fear tells us what we have to do. The more scared we are of a work, we're calling the more we know that we actually have to do that. I mean, think of the most amazing things that have happened in your life up to this point. Maybe a graduation or, you know, a job that you have that you were really fighting for. Getting married or, 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 or having a child. Oh my gosh. Starting a business. Starting a podcast. All the most amazing things that have happened have always been preceded by that fear. So if we look at that fear and instead say, you know what? That's a sign. Because on the other side of that fear is something amazing. So I encourage you, as you move forward, to consider fear an indicator that that's actually what you should be doing. And that's what I do now. That's why I speak on stage. I was deathly afraid of speaking on stage back in 2011 until Philip Taylor invited me to FinCon. Then the closing keynote dropped out and he put me in the, in the end for my very first presentation. And I was scared, literally almost throwing up. But you know what? I knew based on my past with podcasting, videos, and all those other things that this is something I had to do. And it meant that I cared about it. So I did it. And it wasn't perfect, but I got through it. So I encourage you to see if you can answer this question, not just now, but into the future. And you can pass this question along to other people as well. What's on the other end of your fear? What is that fear actually telling you what you should do? There's a quote I live by that I want to share with you that really pushes me forward in the, in, in the face of fear, and that is, I would rather live a life full of oh wells than a life full of what ifs. All right, that was Pat Flynn. His website is smartpassiveincome.com. He also has a podcast by the same name, and you can pick up his book, Superfans, The Easy Way to Stand Out, Grow Your Tribe, and Build a Successful Online Business at Amazon.com, as well as your local booksellers. And if you want to watch today's entire talk, you can find it on YouTube. It's called Podcast Movement 2015, Opening Keynote by Pat Flynn. That is it for me. You have an amazing Monday. I will We'll see you tomorrow. I'm out. Peace.